So today's daf is uh, is Yud Dalit in Sukkah. We're at the Mishnah, which is about two thirds of the way down the uh, Amud. There, Mesachin Besarim. This is talking about boards using actual boards. Actual, uh, you know, people today they might use uh, one by twos or something like that to make schach. It's talking about ones that are large. Well, the Gemara is going to talk about the size of it. So I don't want to ruin that. But Mesachin Besarim, you can use boards. Rabbi Meir Rabbi Meir says no. We'll see what the reason is in the Gemara. If you place on Sukkah a board that is four Tvachim wide, which was the standard size for construction back then, okay? Um, if you do that, it's kasher ubilvat shloishan tachtav. In other words, it doesn't make the entire Sukkah pasul to put uh, this one board of four Tvachim on the schach, for instance, a person might do that uh, as a, uh, to create a kind of a skeleton to support the schach or something like that, or they might put it on the side or something like that. So in those cases, it doesn't make the, the sukkah psula. What it does is you can't sleep under that board, okay? Now the Gemara is going to discuss... Don't worry about it yet. Okay. Right? The, Gemara, that, the Mishnah is just to tell you halachot and the Gemara to explain. So, in the, so, so far, all we know is two things. We know that Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda disagree about using boards, like regular, like lumber, you know, as a, uh, you know, as chach. Because hypothetically, right, in theory, it should be okay. Why? Because a neser, you know, a board is pshutekli'etz, which is pshutekli'etz, flat wooden utensils are not mikabil tumah. They have to have a receptacle be mikabil tumah. So that means in terms of tumah, it's no problem. It grows out of the ground. It's wood, right? Right? So, right. So, and it isn't fashioned into any vessel, so why should you not be able to use it? Right? It's not, it's not, it's just a piece of, like, you could use branches. What's the difference between a branches and, 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 and a board? It's just, yeah, it's just a sliced wood. That's all. Right? But, but that doesn't that's, that doesn't ruin the schach. You can make a tiny space between it. What's the problem? Right? In other words, you make a small space. So you, you also use bamboo. The light doesn't go through the bamboo. It goes in between. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. But I'm saying even if you're concerned about that, bamboo is the same. The light doesn't come through the bamboo. It comes in between. So it'll also become between the boards. So it's not a problem. Right? So, in the, um, so the question is, what kind of boards are they talking about? Right, so what uh, Rashi says, they're going to explain the machloket in the Gemara. All of it will explain in the Gemara. Um, so that's why I didn't want to ex- answer your question yet because I didn't want to take away the thunder of the Gemara. So the Gemara says, Amarav says, machloket bin Sarin ben Arba'a. The machloket between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda is talking about a four tefach wide board. The Rabbi Meir it legzerat tikra. For Rabbi Yehuda, let legzerat tikra. What's legzerat tikra? That means that if a person uses basically boards across the roof of the sukkah. Right? What's the difference between that and sitting in a house? Look, it's the same, right? So that's why gzerat tikram means a person's going to think, if I can sit under my uh, under this, it's basically the roof, so I'll sit in my house. What's the difference? In fact, what did the Shomronim do? The Shomronim build the sukkah in the house, right? So then they'll say the same thing. It's weird that they do that. So according to Rav's interpretation, everyone agrees that there's no problem with boards that are less than four tvachim wide because those were not the standard boards that were used for construction. Nobody's going to confuse that with the roof of a house. But in a case where you might confuse it, Rabbi Yehuda says he's not worried about that anyway. Rabbi Meir is still is worried about it. Now, Shmuel says differently. He says, Actually, the machloket is in the smaller kind of board. Okay, that's where there's machloket. In other words, according to Shmuel, it's more strict. 
everybody agrees that the wide boards are prohibited because they're too similar to typical construction. The question is whether narrower boards in Ben Arba'a, right? So the uh, so in that case is that's where you have a machloket between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. How far does this gzerah extend? Does it extend even to narrower boards that are not used for typical construction? But according to Shmuel's version, everybody agrees there's some kind of gzerah here. Now the question is, in Ben are you telling me when you say that according to Rabbi Meir, even if it's thinner than four tefachim, it's not allowed? Do you mean a pachot mishlosha, even less than three tefachim? That's tiny. All that, then you're talking about even if it's, uh, even sticks should not be allowed. Like, where are you going to draw the line? What we meant, what Shmuel meant to say was, if they're fourth, if they're fourth Fahim wide, then it's no good. Under three Fahim wide, it's good. Because that's, those are sticks. That doesn't count. In between three and four tefachim, right? So, uh, so according to one side, says since it doesn't have the what's considered an, a space. In other words, a shiur makom, because there's never an area less than four tefachim. We always say for any kind of reshut, for any kind of domain, it has to be at least four tefachim. So it doesn't count. He says, no, since lavud wouldn't apply, we do make a Lavud means anytime you have a space that is more than three tefachim or more, it's considered a space. Anything less than three tefachim is considered closed. So one side says, What's, where do we start the gzerah? We start the gzerah where we stop saying that that space doesn't exist, which is three tefachim or more. According to the other one, no. Once we say that there's a shi'ur makom, that there's actually a defined place, then we start the gzerah, and that is four tefachim wide. So that would be the machloket, but according to this version, everybody agrees once it's a fourth have a white board that's too similar to a house, to the roof of a house, you can't have that. Okay? So, that, so now, Tanan, uh, we learned in the Mishnah, Natan Aleyan Nesheshua We have to figure out who's right, Rav or Shmuel. Now let's just review. Rav is the one that says that according to, that the machloket is, that everyone agrees on a, on a narrow board that it's okay. The machloket is about a wide board. So that means that Rabbi Yehuda says all boards are fine. Right, Rabbi Meir says that uh, that uh, that uh, boards that are um, that are that are small that are narrow are also fine. Right, according to Rav's version, then Rabbi Yudan and Rabbi Meir both agree about narrow boards that they're okay, and the only question is about wide boards. According to Shmuel, no, everyone agrees wide boards are not okay, and there's a machloket about narrow boards. In other words, according to according to Rav. Rabbi Yehuda allows all boards. According to Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda only allows the uh, narrow boards, right? So, um, so now it says Bishlam al Shmuel damar b'shen ben Arba amachloket. According to Rab, that's uh, to Shmuel that says that where is the machloket where it's where it is narrow. Aval yesh ben Arba devarei kol tzula, but according but everyone agrees that a wide board is not allowed to use for schach. Bishu machilo yishan tachtav. That's why you're not allowed to sleep under it. Why? Because everyone agrees that it's pasul. But according to Rav, that says that that question is itself a question. In other words, that Rabbi Yudav thinks that a four tefach wide board is fine. So then the question is, am I lo yishan tachtav? So then why does the Mishnah state categorically that you can't sleep under a board that is four tefachim wide? Since according to Rabbi Yudav, it's fine. So the answer is, misavrat koloi. Seifat on the Rabbi Meir, you're right. That halach, according to Rav's reading of the Mishnah, we're going to have to say that that last halacha about not sleeping under the four tefach wide board is according only to 
uh, only according to Rabbi Meir and not according to Rabbi Yehuda, because actually Rabbi Yehuda would say that it's fine to sleep under a four tefach board because there's nothing wrong with any board according to Rabbi Yehuda, and only Rabbi Meir and only wide boards are prohibited according to Rabbi Meir. That's Rav's very lenient view. Shmuel, we can understand. Everyone agrees a wide board is not allowed. The only argument is about a narrow board. So for sure you can't sleep under the wide board at the Pasul according to everyone. According to Rav, you're going to have to say that halacha only was according to one side. Now, Tashma, come and listen. Shnei Sadim Matzterfin. says two um, Sadinim is like a, like a sheet. Two sheets combined, right? Shnei Sarin and Matzterfin. But two boards don't combine. The question is, what do you mean combined or not combined? Right? So the, now, we're, again, what are we trying to do? We're trying to figure out who is right, Rav or Shmuel. Right? Who is correct? Is it Rav or is it Shmuel? So uh, now, and remember, according to Rav, the Machloket is, is limited to only a very wide board. Okay? According to... Uh, according to Shmuel, the machloket is about a narrow board, and everyone agrees that the wide board is, is not allowed. Okay? Now it says like this. Is Bish- not allowed because it looks like a house? Yes. Okay. Like according to Shmuel, that says that the machloket is about narrow boards. But everyone agrees that wide boards are not allowed. So then you could have a question about is it mitzvah? In other words, if I have a two tefach wide board and another two tefach wide board next to each other, do they combine together to become a four tefach board? Because according to Shmuel, it makes a big difference. Because once you have a four tefach board, now you're already pro- prohibited according to everyone. So it makes a difference. But if you, but according to Rav, that the only situation in which you ever have a pro, an issue is when it's a four tefach board. That's the only case where you have an issue. Hey, what's the case? If we're talking about boards that are four tefachim, why? There's no combination to be had. You don't have to combine anything. Because the comp, because what do you need to combine? It's already four tefachim wide. And if you're going to say that it's, um, that it's talking about boards that are less than four tefachim wide, so then they're just considered sticks according to that. In other words, according to Rav's interpretation, that everyone is, is, uh, that, that the, um, that, uh, the machloket is about the larger boards. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, and basically everyone agrees that the narrow boards are just sticks. There's no problem with narrow boards. So what's the, what's the combination to be had? Anything under three? Under four. four. We'll be fine. According to Rav, everyone agrees that anything under four is fine and there's no discussion. According to Shmuel, it's the opposite. Everyone agrees that anything over four is no good. Okay? So they, uh, so the, Rav has a, a more permissive view because he's saying that Rabbi Yehuda basically allows all boards no matter how wide. And even Rabbi Meir only prohibits the very wide ones. And Shmuel's saying, no, 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 everybody prohibits the very wide ones. And Rabbi Meir even prohibits the narrow ones. So the question is, according to Rav, what do you need the idea of combination of boards for? Because if you're talking about boards that are less than four tefachim, that's just considered a stick. Nobody's going to prohibit that, and it doesn't matter how many you have. How could you not have a lot of them? You have to make the whole thing out of sticks. It's okay. Nothing. No boards at all. Right. No. According to Rav, Rabbi, Rabbi Meir is Rabbi Meir. Everyone agrees that Rabbi Meir is not going to allow a wide board. The wide board's definitely not allowed. Right. So the question is, though, according to Rav's interpretation, thinner boards. That narrower boards is technically the right word, right? Narrower boards are nothing. They're not a question. They're, they're just sticks. 
It's just like using six. Nobody says, oh, you can't use three bamboos because it makes four tfachim and it's like a board. Nobody's going to say that. So therefore, where is Rav going to have a room to say that it combines or doesn't combine? Because either it's a four tefach wide board and then it's not allowed for schach, or it's less than four tfachim and it's just like the same thing as a bamboo. So why would he have a discussion about whether they combine or don't combine? We understand according to Shmuel because according to Shmuel, you could have a situation where, um, you know, according to uh, where when you get to a certain critical amount, now it changes the picture. Now becomes prohibited because it's four it's four tvachim wide and before it was only two tvachim wide and now you combine together so now it becomes prohibited according to Rabbi Yehuda that it wasn't before right but according to Rav that anything under the four tvachim is not a discussion at all so then how can you have combination only on processed wood it doesn't matter process now we're j- they, I don't know what process means it's just I cut mean, wood it's cut wood yeah cut it's, it's neser that's what it is neser. that's what's using the word neser that's what we're talking about. So, because it's things that you use in construction, that's the whole problem. If you go to Home Depot and you get a, and you get a board, it looks like the same thing that you use in your house. But if you take sakura tree on your sukkah, obviously that's not, that's not necessary. Necessary means something that, something that was used for construction. Thing. Used for construction, I'm saying. Okay. Right. Sakura that, that, tree I can put on my sukkah. That's my question. Obviously, yeah. How, what else can you use? Okay. No, the, the question is that you're going to confuse it with construction. You're, nobody constructs with a okay. branch off a tree. Right, so the, so the question just is in terms of measurement. In other words, nobody, let's say, for example, uses a one by two as a roof in a, in a, in a house. Nobody uses it. So you're not going to have that. You see one by twos and say, oh, this is the same as my house. Nobody's going to think that, right? But a, but a, but four by four or whatever. I don't know. You know, that's it's, it's bigger. You say, oh, that's that's like that's that really looks like construction already, right? But nobody's going to say that about a branch off a tree, right? So the thing is, okay. So then, what's combination? What's the relevance of combination? So it says, We're talking about where there are four fachim together. We mean that you can, that there's there's another halacha, which is one issue is that a four tefach wide board is not good for schach, right? That's that's one issue. The other issue is where is it placed in the sukkah? Because in general we have a rule that if you have Four amot of schach pasul on the up to four amot on the side. It's considered an extension of the wall, right? So, the, so the if you had boards that were, let's say, a four tefach board and another four tefach board, whatever, and it's all on the side of the sukkah, they could combine for that four ama measurement on the side. If they're in the middle of the sukkah, then it's going to be a problem. But if it's on the side of the sukkah, it could combine to uh, be part of the wall. And that was the discussion over there. The Arba Abot Minatzat. Right, another version of the previous discussion. Now it flips it over and it says, according to Shmuel, it makes sense that we're talking about a case that that the machloket is about where the where the boards are thin, and if they have four tefachim wide, then, uh, then then everyone agrees it's pasul. So the question of of combining is combining in terms of combining for the four amot on the side of the sukkah. Whether if you have a few boards on the side, they combine together to uh, to, to create that four amot. The real problem is according to Rav, because according to Rav. Only Rebbe Meir ever prohibits using boards. But actually, Rebbe Yehuda holds that any board of any width is fine. So then what does it mean? Can the boards combine or not? Combine for what? They're fine. They're perfectly good for schach. What do you mean combine? There shouldn't be any issue. Right? So, th- so therefore what? So I did the Rebbe Meir mitzafin. I'm Rebbe Yehuda 
Since Rabbi Meir says the word mitzarfin, Rabbi Yehuda says in mitzarfin, they don't combine. Meaning to say that Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda is adapting the language of Rabbi Meir. Really, Rabbi Yehuda holds there's no problem with these boards at all. But when he says in mitzarfin, they don't combine. It means they don't combine because there's nothing to combine for because they're kosher. Right? And only according to Rabbi Meir, it's an issue that if you put them together, you're going to end up with an amount that is prohibited. What? Right, but according to Rabbi Yehuda, in this version, according to uh, according to uh, Rab's version of um, of, uh, of I'm sorry, according to um, yeah, according to Rab's version of Rabbi Yehuda, there's never any board that's pro- prohibited. All boards are fine, right? That that was the whole thing. So what does he combine? What does it mean combine? He's just using the language of Rabbi Meir, but really he means that nothing. Com- it's not a problem at all. Now, there's one brighter that supports Rav and supports Shmuel. So this Brita says, if you use a board that is, that has less than four Tfachim, of wit, everyone agrees it's kosher. Right, that's Rav's version of the Machloket. But if you have, if it has four Tfachim, then you have a machloket between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. Am Rabbi Yehuda maseh b'shat sakana she'evinu nisarim she'yu ben ab'av v'sichachnu al gabim merpeset v'yashavnu tachtein. There was a time when they were under threat from persecution and they had to observe Sukkot in a secret way. So they brought boards and they put it on their merpeset on the on the balcony and they and they sat under it as a sukkah to hide that they were doing a mitzvah. It just looked like they were you know hanging boards over their uh, balcony. It was okay, but they were they were four tefachim wide. And they said to him, You cannot bring proof from a time of danger. In other words, they might have allowed it in a time of danger. They broke, they, they bent the rules because of time of danger. But the point is that these wide boards, you see that Rabbi Yehuda holds that even a four tefach wide board is allowed. That is according to Rab's interpretation. Now, to neck of a day, you don't need to keep the mitzvot anyway. Tell that to the Mashadis. Yeah, then we wouldn't be here if, we, if that's the way that they did it, right? Yeah. So the bright, uh, there's a bright uh, in accordance with So they, if, the, if they use a, a, a board that is four tefachim wide, they called psula. That's according to Shmuel, right? Everyone agrees that a four, a four tefach wide is pasul according to this brayta. And ben Abba, what if it's thinner, right? Narrower. Rabbi Meir posel Rabbi Yehuda machshir umodeh Rabbi Meir shemesh ben Nesar Nesar kimlo Nesar shemenech pesel benehen ukshera. So according to this brayta, the machloket between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir is where you have a narrower type of a. Board, right? And and there, Rabbi Yehuda says it's it's okay, and Rabbi Meir says it's not okay. But even Rabbi Meir agrees that let's say you had a three tefach board, you're using three tefach boards. If you have a space of three tefachim in between each one, and in that space you put pesel, pesel means a permitted type of schach, like we said, psolet gorn veyekiv, the 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 leftovers of the of the threshing floor. In other words, you put this vegetation, like regular vegetation in between, and you're using it like as, they, you know, like some people, they do that. They put whatever goes across the top and then they, and then they put schach on there. That would be okay. Even, even according to Rabbi Meir. Because even if it's four tefach, Rabbi Meir would agree. Uh, in this one, he says, kimlo <laughs> Well, it's, why, where do you get that from? That he means that? 
It doesn't seem like that because it seems like they're saying he's saying even in the it says even in the case where he disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda, who's modeh, that it's okay if you have a space in between. Where is he? What? According to this version, right? So in this one, he's talking about less than four now. In this one, umode, umode. Okay, what does Rashi say? He says it's talking about a case where. Oh, you're right. Ben Shiesh ben Abba, Ben Shein ben Abba. You're right. He does say that. So Rashi says whether it's four tzvachim wide or it's less than four tzvachim wide, it's still if you make a space in between and you put tzvach in between, it'll be okay. Equal and, to the board. right, equal to the boards. And Rashi says it's talking about a sukkah that's only eight amot, uh, eight exactly eight amot that you put a neser. Um, in the middle on one side and an eser and, and, and good tzach from the other side. So the sides are the invalid tzach, so to speak, and the two good tzach are in the middle. So that would be okay because the, what's on the side is going to be considered bent around. It's part of the wall. That's, what, that's how Rashi explains it, right? And it says, and Rabbi Yehuda would also agree that if you had that type of situation, it would also work. Okay, that's what Rashi, how Rashi explains it. So you're right. Now, um, uh, da, 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 da. Where was I? Umodir Rabbi Yehuda Shiv Natan Alei Anes Hashu Rachav Arbaat Vachim Kshirav Ein Shiv Tachtav. Right, that uh, that it's still if you put a board that is fourth Vachim on the sukkah, um, even though he's only lenient about the narrower ones, if you put it on the side, you just can't sleep under it. You just can't sleep under it. Right, that's that's so you, you see that basically this machloket between Rav and Shmuel is mirroring a machloket that predated them that was in the Brita about whether uh, whether the argument whether everyone agreed that a four tefach wide board was prohibited and the machloket was about a narrower board or whether no uh, the machloket itself was about the wider board and 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 everyone agreed that the narrower board was okay right that so that itself was a machloket now itmar was stated what if you took a four tefach wide board. Right or whatever board is prohibited, let's say, right, you know, for argument's sake, and you put it like this, you put it on the side instead of putting it flat. So let's say I'm just I'm making it up, but let's say it's let's say it's one tefach in thickness. Okay, that would that would be rather thick, but let's say it is right, right, right. So let's say you uh, you put it on its side so that if you're under it, you're only under the one tefach of thickness of the of the wood instead of the when you put it flat that there's four tefachim. Okay, but we didn't get the answer. The mitzvahim or no mitzvahim, Rav? Arba and But we're not talking about that. We're just talking about one. He's talking about can you use it as one? If you, what do we? Do you say that that board is a schach pasul no matter what, or it's only schach pasul? If you're saying that a four tefach wide board is pasul, are you saying only when it's like this it's pasul, this or even no, when no, it's no, like but, this? Mitzrafin is different. We're talking about one. To say one. No, We're but they left it as a question. Yeah, they left it as a question. Right, whether you can use it or not. Right. Whether you're allowed to use it. Well, what if you use it 
on the side. No, so it's the so so the mitzvahin was a different question. Rabbi Meir is saying Bani they Chuba. combine, Loki. and Rabbi Yehuda is saying they don't combine. That, that that itself is an argument between them. That, that there was no answer. There was no answer. Right. They said no. It's kasher if you put it on the side because the only issue is when it sh- when it's flat and you actually have the fourth because that's the way you use it in construction. You don't know hold it, put it like this, right? So iklar Rav Nachman the surah. Rav Nachman came to surah. Ulegabe Rav Chizav Rav Barafuna. So Rav Barafuna and Rav Chizda came to visit him, right? And they asked him. I'm really. Afkalatzi. They had mau. What's the halacha if you put these boards on their edge, right? Amalehu psula. Nasukah shipudi shabatechet. He said it's no different than using a, a metal. Spear, in other words, a metal skewer. Like once you say that the four tefach wide board is pasul for schach, it's no different than using metal for schach. It doesn't matter what what, what way you put it. Amar lehu, Rafuna, Rafuna said to them, Lo amrei lecho, didn't I amri uh, kivati? Uh, didn't I tell you? Say like I say, meaning didn't I tell you? Uh, didn't I tell you so that I was right? They said to him, Did you give us an explanation and we didn't accept it? Meaning you just you didn't tell us the reason. Right, Rav Nachman is saying a reason. He's saying once you say this is schach pasul, the rabbi is decreed it as schach pasul for whatever reason. Becomes pasul. It doesn't matter. You look at it as a piece of metal. That's it. Right. So, so they said you didn't explain that to us. That's why we didn't accept it. Um, so Did you ask me for my and my reasoning? You didn't ask me. Right. So the, okay, this is a little bit of a side dis, side arguments, you know. But the, the point is that in the end, Rav Nachman agreed with that. Lema Maseyale, there seems to be a support for this. Different kinds of invalid sukkot. One is where the head, the majority of the body, and the table don't fit. Or if there's a, a break on the side, that a goat can get indirectly, meaning it's three tvachim, that there's a, there's a break. Okay, such that, uh, and this is talking about on the, in, the, in the walls, in other words, if there's an opening in the wall of three tvachim, a wide open, that a goat could walk right in. So that wall is not considered to be a valid wall because it doesn't prevent an animal from walking right in. Or if you put a board of four tvachim on top, even though you only put three tvachim of the four tefach board in, it's pasul. So they're, make, they're assuming what it means is it's a very thick board, right? So what does it mean you put only three tvachim of the four tefach board? It means you turned it on the side. No, right? Why? I'm not. saying that's what they're assuming. Don't say no. Well, that's well, what they're assuming. You might be right, but that's not what they're assuming. Uh, I'm just telling you what they're assuming. I'm not telling you that's true. I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm giving you a heads up. Well, so now, it, so, so the, uh, so, so that's what they're assuming. Right? So it says, so, Echidami, what's the case? Love, Kegot, Shabchanot, Sidehen. Right? Isn't it talking about where he turned on its side? Now, of course, you would object, no, that's not necessarily what it means, and that's exactly what the Gemara says, too. But you have to give it a, ch- a chance, right? Exactly what you said. In other words, he's talking about that you rested it on the edge. So even though only three of the four tfachim are over the sukkah, because one side is at the, is, is hanging over, it's still considered to be that you put a four tefach wide board on the sukkah. It's not gonna, we're not, in other words, once that thing becomes, you know, it doesn't, you're not allowed to use it as chach. So it doesn't matter that you put it hanging over, right? So it's not necessarily talking about where the whole thing is over the sukkah and you turned it on the side. Could be talking about where it's hanging over the edge. So you can't prove from that teaching 
that putting it on the side is prohibited, putting it on its edge is prohibited. That doesn't mean that it's permitted. That just means you can't prove that it's prohibited from there, right? So it says, uh, so, and, and therefore, because the general rule is whatever hangs over the side of the sukkah is like it's inside, which is an interesting halakha that you have. That it's a funny thing that let's say, for instance, sometimes you get those bamboo mats and you hang them over, they hang over. Yeah. Right, so so interestingly, Rashi says here that the halacha is that once you have schach that's on a sukkah shira, even if it hangs over, let's. I used to put a lot of those mats on because I didn't want them to go flying, so I would double up on the edge and stuff like that. So, or I had very large ones; they hung over too much, so they would they would be like an overhang. So technically, you could sit under that schach since the schach was resting on the three walls of the kosher sukkah. You could be outside the sukkah of the walls of the sukkah, but you're under the schach, and it would be considered uh, being under the sukkah. So in the same right, so in the same yeah yeah. So in the same yeah. So in the same way, in the same way, schach pasul yeah, it's saying outside the walls. So in the same way, the sukkah that is um, that has a this board that is pasul hanging over it could be talking about that it's flat like you said it's flat but it's hanging over it's still considered to be a part of the sukkah that you have a four tefach board part of the sukkah so it's the same problem that it would be if the entirety was over the sukkah that's what the Gemara is saying okay now we come to the next Mishnah continues yeah that's Allah actually yeah according to Rashi I think there's some some will say no it doesn't always work like that but but that's what it sounds like Thinner, thinner boards are allowed. Has to be thin. Yeah. But if it's four amot wide, it's okay. It's fachim, we're talking about fachim. Right, so, so, in, so the, everyone agrees, seems to agree that the four tefach wide is not okay. Yeah, yeah the four, the less than four tefachim, they allow it. Like we, I remember a lot of people used to use one by twos. They, they used to use yeah, one by twos. Some, some nowadays, even narrow boards. Yeah, they say no because now it's used for construction. That's why. Yeah, I remember when I was a, when I was a teenager, there was a big argument among the rabbis uh, going around because a lot of rabbis were allowing one by twos. One by twos. They use the thin. Yeah, but so, so they, so, but then some said, no, nowadays all those different things are used for construction. That's why they sell them at Home Depot. So you can't really, uh, you can't really say that it's not used for construction. Because it looks like a house. That's what, that's what it said before. Xerat it looks like a roof. You're not going to tell the difference between that and a roof. Now, if we look at the next Mishnah, if we look at the next Mishnah, it's going to continue this topic. So it says, Tikrash Mazivah. Let's say you have, let's say in your house, you have boards over you, but there's no plaster, like, Sealing the boards. There's just it's an unfinished ceiling, right? You just have boards. So Rabbi Udaomer, according to Beit Shamai, you have to take off one of the boards, meaning the middle one, whatever's in the middle, and put schach in between. Right? You have to we you have to take it out and put schach in there. According to Beit Shamai, either one, either you pick it up and put it down to do it Lishem Sukkah. Or you take out one and you put schach in. Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir says, you don't have to pick it up and put it down, you just have to remove one and put schach. Okay, now the Gemara will explain the different views here. So we're talking about, a, a, you have, let's say, a room in your house. Okay, small room. This would be too big to imagine. Small room that you have boards going across, but you don't have plaster or any like thing connecting it, right? Unfinished, right? So you want to take out the middle of the board 
and put tzach on there, you can make a sukkah. That, that, the middle boards, you can, right? So the question is, those boards themselves could be tzach according to Rabbi Yehuda anyway. Right, so, right, or even according to one opinion, even if it is, right? According to Rav, even if it is. So, so you could just sit under there, but the only thing is it wasn't put on L'Shem Sukkah, so you pick it up, you put it down, and that would be, you know, that's why Rabbi Yehuda says, Beit Shammai says, you have to replace it with some schach. But Beit Silen says, you, have to, you can either you do that, either you pick it up and put it down, so it's done the shame Sukkah, or you put, uh, you put some uh, replacement schach in the middle. Is the Gemara going to explain? Don't worry about the reason yet. Right? So he, so he says... So Gemara says, We understand We know that it, 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 it wasn't placed there initially for the sake of a sukkah. Okay? And we know that Rabbi Udad doesn't hold that boards are a problem. So the fact that it's the material is not the problem. That it's a board is not a problem. The problem is that it wasn't put there. L'shem schach. Right? Eventually you were going to make it into a roof. You were going to incorporate it into something else. It wasn't meant to be Yitzchak. Right? So, so that's the problem. So either way, you have to do something active. Either pick it up and put it down. Right? Or shake it around, whatever. Or put in Yitzchak in place of one of them. But we don't understand Beit Shammai. Right. In other words, either action should work for you. To, if the only concern is tasev asui that you have to do something active, so then it shouldn't matter which one you do. Why do they require both? And if they're concerned that you that there's a problem that they don't hold that you can use boards. In other words, if the problem at Beit Shammai is that you can't use boards and you have to remove one of the boards so that you put real schach in there, right? So then, so then, then the thing is. That uh, then binotel achat betaim sagi. You don't need to move around the other boards. Just take one out of the middle and put real schach. What are you? What are you bothering shaking around the other boards for? So the Gemara answers really. You're right. Really, the only concern is that Beit Shammai doesn't like using boards. They, they have a gzera that you'll confuse it with a regular roof. This is what they meant. Even though you move around the other boards, in So according to this, they don't really care whether you move the boards around. They're just saying, even if you move boards around, that doesn't give you anything. You got to put some real schach in there. Okay, so according to that, Beit Hillel is saying you have two options. Either shake the boards around to show that you're doing an action, or put some schach in there. And Beit Shammai says, no, you can only put some schach in there. That's the only choice. However, if that's true, what about Rabbi Meir? Now Rabbi Meir is left out in the cold with no opinion of his own. Right, because Rabbi Meir, Omer, no time, avalo yipakpek. Right, Rabbi Meir says there's no point in shaking around the boards. Just put some schach in the middle. That's exactly what you're saying, Beit Shammai says. So then, Rabbi Meir, I know Beit Shammai. You're right. He is saying the same thing. He's saying this was never a machloket. Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel both say the only thing you can do is replace it with schach. Now, why does Rabbi Meir have to say that? Because we saw in the previous Mishnah that according to Rabbi Meir, you can't use boards. Right? Whichever boards they're talking about are the boards that Rabbi Meir says are prohibited. So according to Rav, that would mean the wide boards. And according to, and according to Shmuel, that would mean any boards. Right? He holds you can't use boards. So he's saying, of course they never argued about this because everyone agrees that I'm right that you can't use boards. Right? So that, that's why. Now, Maika Mashvalan, what's the Chidush then? 
You just came to give me this another Mishnah to reiterate that according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's no concern of confusing a sukkah roof with a real roof. And according to Rabbi Meir, there is. Well, we already know that. We just spent an entire daf talking about that already. Right? We already saw that Rabbi Yudah allows you to use boards and Rabbi Meir doesn't because they're concerned of the concern that you might confuse it with an actual roof. No, Rabbi Yochanan says the first Mishnah is talking about like um, boards that are like, uh, what's the word? Like um, smoothed out, right? Smoothed out boards. In other words, they're fully processed like lumber, like nice lumber. It's a not because of gzerat tikra alone, not because you'll confuse it with the roof in your house, but because you'll think, if I'm using this lumber that was smoothed out, why can't I use other wooden vessels and things like that? It's just, it's a kli. It's a vessel. I could use vessels for my roof. Because after all, you could make an argument that, hey, vessels are not really what you make a roof out of. So if the whole point of the sukkah is to make like a makeshift roof, if I put pots and pans on the roof, it's also uh, not the normal kind of a roof. Right? So you might think that it would be okay. And that's why I'd come to you, no. Right? What about the halakha that we learned soon, earlier that Rav Yudas said in the name of Rav, that you could use arrow, arrowheads, basically, when you have the arrow stick, right? There were two kinds. There was a concave kind and there was a pointed kind. There was a pointed kind that inserts into the arrowhead, the metal arrowhead, and there was a, con- there was a concave kind that the arrowhead inserts into it. The one that has a receptacle, the, 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 the uh, female one, you can't use because it has a receptacle, but the one that's pointy, you're allowed to use. Now, why doesn't he make a If you're going to tell me that I can't use lumber because maybe I'll come to use kelim, you're, gonna, you're not going to make that same mistake and think if I can use the male type of an arrow, I can't, I'm, I'm going to come to use a female one? That's, that's not a closer thing. How, how could you not make such a gzerah then? Ela al there's no such thing as gzerat kelim that we're worried that lumber, using lumber is going to lead you to using kelim because you see that you're that there are very fine distinctions and the kinds of things you're allowed to use and we're not worried about confusion. Rather, they're both about the roof issue. And, and both cases are about the same thing. Why do you need two then? Because In other words, he's saying our Mishnah is a continuation of the previous Mishnah. In the previous Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda said, said it's fine to use boards. And Rabbi Meir said it's no because it's like a roof. And now this Mishnah is saying that Rabbi Yehuda continued the discussion. That only Beit Shammai had a concern about using boards in a roof. And Beit Hillel did not. So you, Rabbi Meir, are actually endorsing the halacha of Beit Shammai instead of Beit Hillel. Right? That's why the Mishnah is really about the same topic. But Rabbi Yehuda is continuing to pursue the issue with, with uh, Rabbi Meir by claiming that he is inadvertently following the position of Beit Shammai. And Rabbi Meir, lo nechliku Beit Shammai u Beit Hillel b'davarzeh. You're wrong. Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai never argued about this. In fact, they both sides would agree with me. 
Okay, but me met Rabbi Meir. Right. Now, Hanicha Lerav Damar Machloket Bishish Ben Arbaad Rabbi Meir Itle Gzerat Tikra Rabbi Yudal Gzerat Tikra. Now we understand, according to Rav, who says that the Machloket is when the boards are four Tvachim wide. That according to Rabbi Meir, that's too similar to a roof, and according to Rabbi Yudai, he doesn't care about that. But according to, to Shmuel, who says that no, the machloket is actually about narrow boards. Everybody agrees that wide boards are not allowed. Narrow boards are the argument. So then, what's the machloket over here? The question is. How can you nullify the decree of the tikra, of the roof? So Rashi explains, tikra, right? Since we're, we are presumably talking about wide boards, because we're talking about an unfinished roof. So we're talking about a roof that was made to regulation, right? With wide boards and just hasn't been finished yet. So according, so, so and yet Rabbi Yehuda is still saying it would be okay if you made a little fix to it, <clears throat> right? If you played around with the boards or you took something off, right? Rabbi Yehuda is saying it's okay. So why would it be okay if, we're, if in the previous Mishnah we're saying, according to Shmuel at least, that even Rabbi Yehudah doesn't allow the wide boards, right? So the, answer, so, he's, so the answer is, the question is, can you undermine that zera by doing a fix? That according to Rabbi Yehudah, even though it's a concern of the Zerat Tikra that you're going to confuse it with a roof, if you either move it around or you take something out and put some kasher schach in, you'll fix it. You'll undo the problem that it's like a roof. And according to Rabbi Meir, you can't undo it. So Rashi so, says, he develops it, he says, he says the issue is that, shiloya, that according to Rabbi Yudai, he understands like this, so a person won't come to, the, to his house, and he'll say, why do I need a sukkah when I have my house? What's the difference, right? But now that the person's gone and done something with it, because he had to shake around the boards, or he had to take out one, and put in tzach, he since he had to do that, so he knows that there's an idea of that there's a distinction between this and a regular roof. And Rabbi Meir says, even with that, it doesn't remove the problem that it's too similar to a roof, and a person will make that mistake, and therefore the machloket stands, that you're going to have that issue. Um, so basically, we say that you can't use the boards, but if you shake them around or you take yeah, one out and you put in kash, kashir, it's going to be okay.